Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. And if I now kind of have a scratchy voice because <laughs> I've, I've tried to start the intro to this episode, this is now the fifth time, um, but my kids are home on fall break. <laughs> I'm up in my office and there's there's no door. It's, it's upstairs in this like bonus room area. And... Um, just the sound travels really well from all the areas of the house that it just kind of like funnels up here. And so, um, you can hear my kids screaming. Um, and typically like if it was just kind of subtle in the background, I would just bring your attention to it and they'd be like, you know, that's my kids. They're just here and being loud and that's how it is. And we're just going to keep going. Um, but when they like scream and hurt each other, and then, and, then, and then it causes me to have to stop what I'm doing and go get involved. So anyway, take number six. <laughs> um, I am happy to be with you here today. I have just returned home from a trip to Oregon. I went out there for a book writing retreat and it was absolutely incredible. My husband warned me when I was going out there, he was like, don't fall in love with it. Don't do it. I'm just really worried you're going to call me and tell me we're moving to Oregon. And so I just, I'm, it makes me nervous <laughs> that you're going out there. Um, and it was, it was, it was stunningly beautiful. The landscape, Mount Hood, um, it just breathtakingly beautiful. And it's so interesting because um, the humidity there is very different than humidity here in Georgia. Like Georgia, you can like almost feel like you're swimming through the air sometimes and it's like hot and gross. Um, and it just makes you, you really feel thick and heaviness on you and it makes your hair really big. <laughs> um, but out in Oregon, you know, I'd wake up in the morning before most of the people there, because I was still on East coast time and I'd walk outside and there would be this like cloud cover almost where like you're walking through a cloud, like you're walking out I'm outside walking down this path and, you know, I'm looking over the gorge and I, I see clouds over the gorge and there's clouds kind of all around me. Um, and it, it was this cool mist though. It was very interesting to, to be out there and, and experience just the difference, um, in weather, you know, when you're looking out over the gorge in the morning, you can't see it. <laughs> it's just, you see a cloud, but then as the day goes on and the clouds lift, it is just breathtakingly beautiful. Um, there was times when I just, I was like, oh, wow, Lord, there you are. Uh, you amaze me. I love getting out to nature and going to new places and just really seeing the beautiful world that God has created. And it just makes me so grateful. And I realized, you know, looking 
at um, Matt's uncle, Uncle Mark, he took me to Multnomah Falls. I think I said that right. Oh, sorry, anybody from Oregon that's listening. It's like, you didn't say that right. But um, I think that's where I went. <laughs> and just standing there, looking up at these huge waterfalls, I thought, wow. It just was such a reminder of how very small we are. And although we're small, we are so loved. And it just, it was a beautiful reminder that of of God's love and how much he loves us and that, you know, his only son was sacrificed for us. And it just, it was, I needed it. I needed the trip. I needed not only to go out there and and gain some writing clarity, um, but this was a great trip for my soul, (laughs) just in my spirit and just um, I experienced this kind of release, um, this embrace of who I'm becoming, this next level of myself, this um, leaning in, digging into this deeper version of my faith. And it was just, it was such an amazing trip. And I, I want to encourage you, especially if you haven't gone anywhere since 2019, go somewhere. Even if it's within your own state, even if it's within driving distance, even if it's, you know, within long walking distance, get into nature somewhere and sit and be still and just observe the beauty of what God has created. And I promise you that it will help to start to align your spirit back with what God is calling you to do. It's so hard when we're trapped within the four walls of our homes and, you know, we're, we're seeing people all the time through a screen. And at the end of my trip, I called up a friend of mine who lives in Washington and we, we work together. We were business coaches together. Um, and I've never met her in person. We've been friends for almost two years now via the interwebs, and we've only seen each other on zoom and, you know, video chat calls. Um, and so she and her husband and her two twin girls, they drove down to see me and we ate at this little Mediterranean restaurant and just, I got to hug her and I'm not even a hugger, but like, I just didn't want to let go. I just, she's four feet something. So she's very small, (laughs) but I just embraced her and her head just kind of went right there on my chest. And I just kind of like held her and just put like my arms and everything over her. I, I swallowed her whole basically. Um, but it was so good. Just that, again, that embrace of, of holding somebody that you've cared about for so long and just, um, being there in person. And I just kept looking at her and I kept kind of touching her every now and then when she was talking, (laughs) she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, but you're here. You're not on a screen. There's no, you know, black trim around you. This is you and you're here and you're, I'm getting to experience all of you. And it was just, it was a beautiful moment. And I know that many of you haven't been able to have that in a long time. Um, so there's two pieces of encouragement there. One is that authentic relationships really can be made online. Um, and I've experienced that over and over and over again. My uh, episode, a couple episodes ago with Sandra uh, is proof of that. Sandra, I met online as well and, um, and have developed a very deep friendship with her. And same with Jessica, my friend that I, I just 
uh, got to go eat lunch with the other day in Oregon. And the second thing is that getting out of your surroundings, getting out of the monotony of it all is healing. It really is. You know, isolation is one of the tools of the enemy. And he will convince you that, oh, no, you don't need to go out. Oh, no, you don't need to do this. Um, and that there's safety and isolation, that there's, um, you can kind of control when you're by yourself and what's happening within your own walls and all those kind of lies that he tells you that you start to believe. But then when you, when you get out of it, when you break free from it, and you see like, oh no, this is why God has community for us. This, this is why, because we need each other. You know, we have this with need where we need to be with God. We're in his presence. That's where the fullness of joy is. That's where peace is. But he's also given us this with need to be with other humans, to be with other people. And, you know, you hear that phrase that, that you are like the, the five people that you surround yourself with the most. Well, there's seven other people here in my house. <laughs> the majority of them are children. <laughs> and so, you know, people are like, you're so joyful and happy. And, um, you know, you're childlike. I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm around all the time. <laughs> so there's that part of it, but it was just, it was a great experience. And I just want to encourage you that if you can, get out, even just to go for a hike, can buy some water. I don't know about you, but being around water, it's so healing for me. Um, it's just beautiful to, to watch the ebbs and flows and hear the current. And, um, I don't know, there's just so much majesty in water. And I think that's why it's referenced so many times, uh, throughout the Bible. Um, you know, and my, our, my first book is called The Water Walker. So something about water and me just go together. <laughs> it always kind of has. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today about um, this beautiful experience that I had with the Holy Spirit while I was at this retreat. So I'm writing this book, my second book, and it's on, you kind of hear my dog coming upstairs. Um, I'm writing my second book and it's on spiritual warfare. And, um, kind of what I, what I was talking about with the isolation and the, and the enemy has really been using that against me here recently and just kind of getting in my head about, um, the monotony of everything that's going on. And so I knew I needed to get away. I knew I needed to have some time away. And that's kind of what I was expecting. I was expecting to get away, see the beauty of it all. And my writing block would be cleared and I could just finish my book, right? That was, that was my intention for going on this retreat. So I get there and all, all the beauty, all of that, that clears up. I feel better, um, but I still had this block. And, you know, throughout the sessions, throughout the days, um, we would have these moments where we could go or these you know these time blocks where we would go right and I was struggling and I'm surrounded with pretty much brand new writers I think me and maybe three other people were the only ones who had had published works before and 
And so I was like, okay, I, I know how to write. I've been able to get through writer's block before. Like what's happening to me? Why is, I'm in this beautiful place. It's the mountains. I can see the mountains and the gorge and it's all inspiring. Like what's happening? Why is there a blog for it? What's going on? I'm here. Like I need to make the most of this time. I wanted to finish my book and here I am struggling on chapter one. And after, um, talking with several people and, and forming great relationships, you know, I have some, some new friends that I'm excited to, to grow in, in that relationship with. And we were at one night, we were at uh, praise and worship. We were going to praise and worship. And then we were going to write. And we had an hour and a half to write after this praise and worship. And so um, we were singing the song, the blessing which is, it's not a song you sing to God. It's a song that you sing to others that you want to bless them. You want God to bless them. And we were singing that song and they said, you know, this is a 15 minute song and we're going to have moments of where we're just going to be playing the instruments and we want y'all to, you know, grab one another and really just pray for each other. Whatever comes to your heart, whatever comes to your mind, whatever God is leading you to do, pray over one another. And so we did, I, I prayed over a new friend that was right next to me. And, um, one of the pastors came up and, um, put her hand on my head and, uh, and prayed for me and then went to the girl next to me. And, um, I got to watch that experience happen and it was just beautiful. Um, and then we kept singing and swaying. And, um, a few minutes later, another pastor came up to me and I was like, well, but I've already had, like in my head, I'm thinking, well, I've already had a pastor come to me. Why is this one coming up to me? <laughs> What's going on? Um, and she put her hand on my forehead and her other hand on my lower back and was kind of pressing into my lower back and almost like she was trying to work out a knot. And I was like, okay, this is new. This is what I'm thinking in my head. Um, I'm like, I'm going to be open. I'm just going to receive this. This is new to me. I haven't experienced anything like this, but I'm here. I've been praying for a breakthrough. I've been praying for a release. So I'm, I'm with it, Lord. Like, however that's going to look, I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to accept it. And, um, she started speaking in tongues and I was like, Whoa, okay. All right. Like we're in it. We're, we're going there. <laughs> and then I start thinking, you know, my logical brain, I'm like, okay. So typically when somebody speaks in tongues, somebody else who hears it interprets it. I'm like, oh, am I supposed to interpret it? I don't know what she's saying. Like I start having this conversation in my head and I have to stop myself and really embrace the moment and just listen. And I'm like, no, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Just be here, be present, embrace this moment, embrace what God is doing right now. And so I did, I silenced my mind and I just kind of allowed myself to be in that moment. And she brought something up that, I hadn't talked about while I've been on this trip. Um, and it was the source of my writer's block. It's some emotional trauma that I haven't dealt with that I thought really didn't have any significance on my writing. Um, and it turns out that that's exactly what was my block. And when she said it, I fell to my knees. Like I was so in shock that she nailed it. And I was like, oh, but it wasn't her. Like she was speaking for God. The Holy spirit had prompted her to come to me. And, and he told her exactly what was wrong. 
where my block was. And, and then we just, I was on the floor bawling my eyes out and she, you know, kept her firm embrace on, on my back and on my head and um, just kind of kept praying with me and just thanking Jesus and praying for release and praying for forgiveness and forgiving um, those who have, you know, kind of come against me and um, where the emotional trauma came from and just forgiving that, that whole scenario and asking that God forgive me and my part in it as well. And, um, just asking for forgiveness against judgment and judging others and judging myself. Um, and I did, and I just, I mean, I was crying so hard at one point I like had to check my left eye because it felt like a piece of wood was being shoved in my eye. And I was like, Oh, this is such a beautiful moment, but my eye is hurting. What's happening. I didn't say that, but I was like, Oh God, my eye is going to fall out. It's crying so much. Um, And it didn't, everything was fine, but it was just this release. And when I stood up my whole body, was tingling. Like when your leg falls asleep and you know, it starts to wake up and is that tingle? It was that over my whole body from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. And I was like, Oh, and I didn't realize how heavy I had felt until I felt lighter. And it was this huge, just release. I just, I released the burden that was weighing me down to the arms of Christ and just allowed him to take it. And I don't even know why I was holding on to it. I guess I had just reasoned with myself that it was insignificant, that it, that's just what it was, that it was this insignificant thing that you know, I, I shouldn't really be feeling this way anyway, right? I just started justifying and reasoning. And these are the tools that the enemy uses. And I write about it in my book. And here I am experiencing it because that's how twisted the enemy is. He's like, cool, you're going to write about it. All right, watch. I'm going to give you something to write about. And, and that's exactly what happened. But God turned it for good. You know, and she just kept saying, my daughter, my daughter. I love you. You haven't messed up my daughter, my daughter. And I just, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear my daughter. I love you. And I think we all need to hear that sometimes. You know, we need to feel that embrace to know that we are truly loved. No matter what, because we all mess up. Of course we do. There's, there is no such thing as perfect. And just that release, that experience, it was beautiful. So then, you know, once I stand back up and, and she's walked away and everybody's kind of starting to stop their singing and wipe their eyes and everybody's had some teary moments. And, um, <laughs> and the leader of the next session was like, all right, let's get down to it. You know, I write for an hour and a half. And I was like, <laughs> so I left, I walked out and um, it's pitch black out inside because these sessions ran late, but I'm even tired even more because I'm still on East coast time. So it's like one o'clock in the morning, my time. And 
I can't form a solid thought in my mind. My face is on fire from all the crying and like my eyes are puppy. And um, so I went back to the, the house that we all had our, our rooms in and um, I just kind of allowed my hands to be under the cool faucet and got a wash rag and just kind of pat my face. Um, and then I just went back outside in the cool of the night and just looked up at the stars and um, I just praised God. And I was so grateful for that experience. I didn't have any idea how much I needed it. I had no idea how much I needed it, but I knew that that's why I was there. That it was that breakthrough is why I came. Because when I first heard about this retreat, I was like, I swear, I, I am so tired of getting pitched. You know, I was getting pitched everywhere from everybody. <laughs> I was like, this is a pitch war and I don't want to be a part of it. Everybody's pitching their services and their products. And I get it. Like I coach entrepreneurs online all the time. Like that's what you do because if people don't know about it and they don't know about it and they can't buy from you. Right. So I get it, but it was because that is who I coach. That is who my social media thinks that that's all I want to see. <laughs> And so that's all I see all the time. And I was telling my uh, prayer partner uh, a couple weeks before I decided to go on the retreat. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do any more masterminds. I'm not going to do any more group coaching programs. I'm not going to go on any retreats, go to any lab events. Like I don't want to be with anybody. <laughs> and she was like, ah. <laughs> um, and, and she did. She just prayed that that I would be um, that I would break free from that because it was so obvious to her that it was being that I was being ensnared by the enemy, that I was getting trapped in his web of lies, and he was trying to keep me isolated because he knew that if I went on this retreat, he knew the experience that I would have. He knew I would have a breakthrough, and he knew that this book would come to fruition and threaten his reign. And so he tried to keep me from it. But you see, I have a good, good father. And he is so good and so powerful and so loving that he made sure that I got my breakthrough. And I did. I got so much clarity in my writing. And the next day, it all just kind of it clicked. And um, I'm really excited for where this book is going for, um, this life that it has kind of taken on. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to bring it to you. So that is my trip to Oregon, my incredible experience with the Holy spirit. And, um, you know, a few years ago had somebody told me that, that they had that experience. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That, that's not great for you with this like judgment and doubt and kind of insecurity with it. Um, and over the past few years, I've really grown in my faith and grown in my relationship with God. And I knew those experiences happened. I knew they were real. I knew they were true. And I knew they were actually happening to people. Um, but I had yet to experience one like that until I did. And 
I just pray. I pray for everyone that's under the sound of my voice right now. I pray that you have a supernatural encounter with the Holy Spirit. I pray that you are able to get away and um, just enjoy and focus on the Lord and what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. And I just, I pray, I pray right now in Jesus's name that everybody under the sound of my voice gets to experience you, Lord, like never before. That you bring something new and fresh into their life, Lord, that you break them free from whatever trauma they are holding on to that they might not even be aware of, Lord. I pray for wisdom and revelation, Father. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I, that's all I got for you today. I hope that you have a great week ahead. And um, I just pray that this will be a beautiful time as we head into the last quarter of this year, heading into 2022. I pray that it is a new season in your life, in your business, in your family, and in your faith. Because that's what the next level of faith is all about, is becoming the best version of you. Please, as always, if you had any takeaways from today's episode, share with me over on my Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland. I love hearing from you. That's all I got for you today, my friends. Bye for now.